Hello and uh, welcome to our insurance event. I am very pleased uh, to meet you all here uh, during these uh, especially hectic times for uh, insurance companies. My name is Joseph Sekaris and I'm leading uh, financial services at uh, Initem uh, Real Dolmen. Initem is uh, a global SI and uh, we specialize in uh, services, in outsourcing and uh, innovative uh, uh, specialities. So, uh, first of all, welcome again to, uh, to have you uh, all here. And uh, Initem Real Dolmen, of course, we are um, Global SI, working in uh, 26 countries, and uh, we have around 30,000 uh, colleagues uh, all over uh, the world. So during the last couple of months and uh, weeks, uh, we have been talking uh, a lot uh, with you, uh, insurance companies uh, in Belgium, but also in, uh, in Europe. And uh, we perceive uh, that, uh, that you are facing uh, quite a few uh, challenges. Some of these challenges are uh, generic. Some of these challenges are uh, specific for uh, insurance companies. To name a few, so we talk about uh, AI first. Uh, we talk about uh, cloudification. We talk about uh, customer expect uh, experiences and, uh, uh, and expectations. We talk about uh, competitors and, uh, and so on. So for this event, uh, we have chosen uh, some of these topics and uh, we want to show you some of the solutions uh, that we are currently bringing uh, to market and some of the, the use cases that we are uh, developing with our uh, partners and customers. So we strongly believe in, in co-creation and, uh, and cooperation. So please reach out after this uh, event and uh, you know, talk to us about uh, the topics that we discussed today and, uh, and possibly some other topics as well. So first, uh, we will have uh, Stefan Linnenbank, uh, who will uh, share his, uh, his view on insurance. And uh, he will also talk about uh, the sharks, the whales and uh, the piranhas uh, within the insurance industry. So uh, it's time to kick off our event. So uh, let me introduce uh, Stefan Linnenbank, uh, who will be our keynote uh, today. Uh, Stefan is uh, uh, at the moment uh, chairman of the supervisory board of uh, Aegon Capital. And formerly he has been a partner at uh, consultancy companies like uh, Atos and, uh, and CGI. So Stefan, floor is yours for the keynote. Thank you, Jos. <laughs> Thank you, Jozef. Uh, my name is Stefan Linnebank, and I combine the roles of management consulting and supervisory board member. I'm chairman of the supervisory board of Aegon Capital, which is the largest premium pension institution in the Netherlands, with more than 5,600 employers as clients and more than 265,000 participants in the books. And also, we have more than 4 billion assets under management. Not bad for a scale-up that started from scratch in 2012. I'm honored to be asked to speak to you today about digitalization in the insurance sector. My plan is to share with you in the next 20 minutes or so some of my experiences and vision on digitalization and innovation in insurance. The pension market in the Netherlands is extremely competitive. Costs are important in the pension market. If you're not in the top three of lowest 
registration and asset management cost, you'll not be considered with the, with the largest ROIs. After you make the top three, customer experience for employees, employers, and advisors becomes one of the main differentiators. Stay on top, Aegon Capital formulated a big, hairy, audacious goal to become the bold.com of the Dutch pension sector. We want the journey to pension to be easy, fun, and low cost. This means we invest a lot in developing customer journeys for the different target groups, like employees, employers, and advisors. These customer journeys are mostly online and partly through call, and now more and more video call. We're investing heavily in data analytics to create fact-based customer views so we can predict behavior and contact our clients proactively. This helps us in lowering the operating costs and at the same time improves our uh, at the same time improves our net promoter scores. To lower costs and improving customer experience, we are investing in automated processes, in automated controls, real-time trading online financial planning, at, to just to name a few. It's our conviction that we can only become the bold.com of pensions through the use of technology and digitalization in every part of the value chain. Stefan, uh, if you are uh, uh, going for full digital, uh, don't, you, uh, don't you fear losing the customer and uh, the customer touch points uh, throughout uh, this, uh, this journey process? Good question. D digital doesn't mean no human touch. Through the use of analytics and customer journeys, we can serve our customers even better. Digital, in our contact center, and even face-to-face. -face. Information can be tailored to their situation, and once can do everything digital. But employees and employers can always contact our contact center, and if employers ask us, we give pension education and awareness workshops on their premises. Also, of course, in the sales process for the larger pension contracts, we give presentations to employers, em employees, and our advisors in person. Although now with COVID, of course, only via video. It's it's my personal I it's my personal opinion that the secret formula of insurance has changed. Where in the past, insurance was the combination of the available capital and risk knowledge. Now, technology has entered the equation. Technology has not only been added to the formula, but has already become a multiplier. In my opinion, insurers that don't embrace technology in the coming digital era won't survive. Technology will impact insurance in three ways through the way we engage with our customers and distribution partners, for example, in creating customer journeys with perfect customer experience, or to the use of online, offline, and mobile, or hybrid distribution and interaction models, uh, where all those interactions are based and supported by customer views and analytics, and of course, cell servers where possible. But technology is also impacting what we ensure. We can create new product categories like cyber insurance or pay as your drive or pay as you use. 
And also our underwriting will improve through more data and analytics. And last but not least, we are better able to understand and manage risk. We'll get better claims management, for example, in fraud detection, and we get a more targeted insight and in risks, what will lead to, to more prevention, a better underwriting, and even new products. Let's have a look at the near future. Has COVID-19 changed or accelerated change? We have all been thrown in a pressure of working from home and digitalization. Everything we thought was, was not possible is now the new normal. And we are moving fast. Some or most of you will already be in the medium term scenario. At Egon Capital, we concluded that home working will be here to stay also after COVID-19. Our clients, our distribution partners, and we ourselves will be working from home part or most of the week. Now is the time to think about how to adapt, both in the short term and in the long term. As the saying goes, never waste a good crisis. We're still learning to do business remotely. For example, we are training our people in connecting sales over video and using collaboration tools. And what we saw in the Netherlands is that insurance renewals are greatest in companies that have an online sales channel. And then I don't, I, I don't speak only about insurance companies, but also about intermediaries but with online sales channels. And I cannot stress enough that digital transformation or digital flow, as our host calls it, is not only about technology. Technology is only around 20% of the equation. It's about people, learning, culture, and leadership. Make sure you monitor your people for burnout. Create new methods for engagement, else your people will lose the connection with your company. Also invest in automation of processes and business to improve your long-term resilience. And cyber criminals have entered an era of unprecedented opportunities. So make cybersecurity a board priority. International competition, both on the job market and the insurance market, will increase as it doesn't matter where you're situated. And more than ever, anything that can be digitized will be digitized. So what about long term? About new business models and digitally improving the insurance value chain. Up till now, the insurance sector has not been disrupted as the banking sector, but more and more we are being stressed. In conferences, everyone talks about the big wheels. They have enormous capabilities and capital, but what their ambitions in insurance are is still unclear. But for example, Amazon, Tencent and Alibaba already entered the insurance market with new digital propositions in their home market. Alibaba and Tencent already in 2013 started a path that is already paying off today. They created with Ping Eng, the digital giant Zongang, who leads the sale of online insurance policies in China. The more American-based wills focus more on facilitating disruption 
or creating marketplaces instead of registering the insurance market themselves as insurer. The Sharks, the challenger insurtex we all know. Lemonade has already entered Europe and started selling insurance in the Netherlands. They're small and mostly monoline, but they're built to scale and the capital providers behind them push them to scale fast, both towards more complex lines of insurance and towards other geographic markets. So Belgium, beware. They focus on superior customer experience and data analytics to create products, underwriting models and propositions not matched by incumbent insurers. And then we have the Piranhas, the small, more enabling insurtechs. These small insurtechs are less about insurers itself, but about the boring, expensive parts of our business, like claims handling, policy administration, and all that paper. Insurtech is slowly moving towards the back end of the value chain, attacking data analytics, underwriting, and fundamentally, risk engines from property casualty to life and health. And here lies, in my opinion, the opportunity for you to innovate and digitize by working together with them. We call them also enabling insurtechs. Most of them lack capabilities and capital to scale, but they are very innovative and very aggressive. If you don't work with them, one of your competitors or one of the whales or sharks will. Stefan, uh, can you tell us uh, something about uh, whales, sharks and piranhas in uh, Belgian insurance industry, please? Mm -hmm. um, at the moment, I, I don't see any Belgian whales or sharks, but Belgium has a very thriving, enabling insurtech sector. An interesting Belgian piranha I see is Crover. Crover is an insurtech that offers, that gives the, op I'm sorry, Cover is an insurtech that offers coverage to digital business users. Through a plug and play API technology, the company gives the option to its clients to offer insurance to the end consumer or user using a personalized interface to each client. And for instance, Deliveroo is using Crover coverage to its couriers by integrating Crover insurance option plans within the, their platform. And, and another nice enabling insure tag is Fixico. This is an online platform that offers a fully digital way to handle car damage claims for insurance and fleet companies. And in 2018, Fixico made a partnership with AXA Belgium for its digital claims handling solution. If we focus at new digital models, it's interesting to look at new startups that are being funded. Venture capital often has a good nose of where to look for the future winners. And here we see an overview of the new funded insurance startups in 2019. Interesting to see is that 63% of them have business models based on platforms and marketplaces. They operate as digital broker, managing general agent or managing general underwriter, or a price comparison portal. 
you can expect this business model to become more relevant in the coming years. And this trend will force insurers to create online quoting, uh, online servicing and APIs so they can reach and serve this new audience. The transformation of the insurance value chain is leveraged by new technologies, helps to generate new products, reduce distribution costs, and increase customer retention, and at the same time, improve prevention for, uh, re for reducing claims. You see here just a small selection of technologies and where in the value chain they can be used. As you can see, most technologies have impact on several parts of the value chain. Data analytics, for example, is being used in every part of the value chain to innovate. Data is the lifeblood of insurance. And in my opinion, there isn't a single insurance company that won't be more successful if it makes the most of data and analytics. But most have barely begun to scratch the surface of opportunities available. Next. I would like to show three examples of technology and how they can be leveraged to innovate the insurance sector. First, I want to talk about digital identity. A digital identity is a body of information about an individual or organization that exists online. It can help improve risk management by streamlining know your customer processes or improving fraud management. Also, it improves data quality of personal data and gives improved protection of the data against cyber threats. And it saves consumers and organizations time and effort. In the Netherlands, for example, we have a central persons registry where all inhabitants of the Netherlands are registered with a social security number, address, sex, date of birth, marital status, etc. And pension funds and insurers can use this register to clean, improve, and keep up to date their databases. It's being done automatically without any manual work from, from either the organization or the clients. The digital identity of organizations is still difficult, but is more and more important as the process to identify by, for example, the ultimate beneficial owners is costly and has a big error margin. One step further is the self-sovereign identity. Here, here consumers may command their own digital identity and decide which elements of it are disclosed to, their, to which counterparties. A good example is, of this is a Dutch fintech called Octo. Octo is a platform that allows people to collect data from different data sources and pass this data on to a data using service, for example, a bank, a mortgage provider, a financial planner, or an insurance company. Octo will ensure that the data verifier can trust that the data origins from the issuer and is not changed. It creates, therefore, an irrefutable administration of all data transactions in the ecosystem based on the given consent from the individual. So with Octa, clients can collect and share all the necessary information for mortgage applications or financial planning in a matter of minutes instead of days or sometimes even weeks. Second, I want to talk about digital health services. 
This is about advanced technologies that are that enable monitoring of health indicators, anamnesis, and initial diagnosis. They enable personalized therapies for critical or complex illnesses and thereby reduced, reduce the follow-up treating costs. Opportunities for the longer term are that they can speed up claims handling since illness and the corresponding treatments are detected and reported automatically. Also, insurance premiums can be adjusted to reflect the altered risk situation due to digital health service monitoring. Of course, there are all, these have all ethical and privacy concerns. But insurers in Asia and the, and the United States are already experimenting with it. The Dutch insurer ASR uh, has partnered with the South African Vitality Program. They offer a health app that can be linked with your Fitbit to give you advice and discounts on articles and services related to health. At the moment, they have vowed to not use the data in claims or underwriting. On the other side of the ocean, Amazon has launched a virt virtual healthcare service for their employees. The app is available for Amazon employees and the services include a care chat and video care for in-person medical advice, medical prescription delivery and mo mobile care for in-person exam, testing, treatment by nurse that can be dispatched to the patient's home. And to provide this, Amazon Care partners with independent medical practices. It helps therefore in prevention, vaccination and injuries, as well as family planning and medical travel advice. Last of the technologies, I want to talk about conversational user interfaces, such as chatbots or personal assistants. These will bring a paradigm shift in how humans interact with the digital world. They interact primarily in the user's spoken or written natural language. And they have experienced an explosive growth with chatbots, messaging platforms and virtual assistants, especially the home speakers such as Amazon Echo, Apple HomePod and Google Nest Home. And they, and they are now good enough to allow to interact with customers through natural language. And there are several ways that they can help insurers thrive in the months and years to come. They can gather information automatically. When human agents have to gather routine information manually, they have less time to serve customers. But the, but the digital employees can handle intake and routing automatically. More sophisticated agents are also capable of managing customer inquiries from start to finish, including authenticating a user's identity and asking introductionary questions to determine how best to proceed. They also can build a higher level of engagement because they can immediately answer a number of requests. They can free up time for the for the human employees, so they can increase their worth by focusing on higher value tasks. They are free to resolve the more complex issues and provide individualized and one-on-one -on -one service. The service that customers want and when, de when dealing with a unique and particularly frustrating problem. And of course, these interfaces 
enable insurers to give 24-7 support. The insurance industry is undergoing a transformational shift as consumers, consumers increasingly prefer to engage through digital channels. From lockdown and closures to shortages, layoffs and remote work, 2020 turned market dynamics upside down, forcing insurers quickly to quickly evaluate and reinvent their business processes. And that's just the beginning. New players, insurtechs, big techs, and retail are making their presence known and keeping incumbent insurance on high alert. On high alert. Frankly, I don't believe new players pose an insurmountable competitive threat. Instead, think about opportunities to collaborate or partner with, with these disruptive thinkers to power up your firm's innovative pace. Strategic partnerships with insurtech firms offer incumbents a product development fast track and the means to achieve speed to market with nominal investment. The capability to design ap appealing customer-centered products requires fresh thinking and cross-industry innovation. More and more, I see traditional business lines blurring as incumbent insurers launch fully digital subsidiaries and new players extend their insurance product and service portfolios. No firm needs to go it alone and unilaterally face tomorrow's uncertainties. Mutually respectful collaboration between incumbents and digital agile specialists enables dynamic business synergies to pave the way for future-proof insurance business models. I would like to thank you for listening to me. I want to end with a citation from Roger from Oak an American speaker and author on innovation and creativity. It's easy to come up with new ideas. The hard part is letting go of what worked for you two years ago, but will soon be out of date. So don't be afraid to test, innovate and collaborate.